Are you going to record us listening to our the podcast episode? <laughs> Not only that, I'm going to record us recording us recording us listening to the podcast episode. Whoa. Hey there. Welcome to Neurotic Tornado. Before we get started, here's a little excerpt from my wife and I trying to recover from an argument in order to record some of this podcast. Yeah, I just feel like we're in this cold space, but maybe that's fine. You know, I'm kind of in a cruddy mood, but do we need to be in a better space to do it? Or no. Or do we just do mm-hmm. it? We're fine being cold, do Really? I don't know. It's pretty awkward. Yeah. So in honor of couples arguing, this round my wife and I discussed something called a repair attempt. It originated with John Gottman, a psychologist who's done a huge amount of research on relationships and marital stability. So let's get started. Are we recording already? Or yeah. Not? Did that start like at noon today? or? Yeah, all our conversations. I also have a, I pay someone at work to every uh-huh. time you text me uh-huh. to speak your part. Oh, nice. Just so I can reenact it for the mm, podcast. Nice. All right, yeah, I'm up for talking about this thing you call repair attempts. I remember when you first when you first mentioned this repair attempt, I was thinking, oh, this is bullshit therapy talk. Hmm. And now I think it is so important to be thinking about it, and I, I constantly arrogantly tell my couple's friends mm-hmm. uh, about this concept. But, yeah, do you, is it easy for you to characterize it? Yeah, so a repair attempt is when a couple is fighting... Or arguing, and one of them kind of reaches out to the other in some way with That's the beginning of trying to get closer. And it can take a lot of different forms. I mean, it's a cool thing to recognize because it's something that everybody does, right? You just are trying to get things back to normal after a disagreement. But what I thought was interesting is whether or not the person, the other person, accepts the attemptee in that weird branch. Uh-huh is another important indicator on the healthiness of the relationship. Did I make that up? I think that is part of Gottman's assessment of successful couples, is that when one makes a repair attempt, the other accepts it. You know, I remember in our earlier days, ways that we each failed at making repair attempts. Well, like like I can picture sometimes where you'd hurt my feelings in some way, and then you'd make a joke, and I wouldn't be ready for a joke. Mm-hmm. And I would just be, like, just dead serious. There was no way you could say anything that well, would... Or you'd say something like, this is this is really not funny, or... Yeah. Like, and it would just get worse and worse, yeah. and then we'd kind of go to bed not talking. Yeah. And then, on the other hand, sometimes where I'd hurt your feelings, and I'd try to joke out of it, or say, can we have sex now, or... I forget what else, but I remember that not working, where you're like, I just need to be away from you for now. Uh So a lot of cases like that happen more so in the early days. Nowadays, we usually can pull out of any disagreement that night. Yeah. And so do you think it's the fact that we're less stupid? No. Do you think it's the fact that we're more adept at knowing how to make the repair attempts? Is the person making the repair attempt getting better at it? Or is the person on the receiving end more open? What do you think 
is making it work a little better. Watch tonight's going to be the night where we're going to end up not talking to each other. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. That was a joke, actually. You look a little sleepy today. You just woke up. I resent that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't fall asleep. I wonder if it's not a little bit of both. Well, so one thing I wonder about is the person making the re- repair attempt. You know what the motivation is to make it. Like, is it to try to be connected to the other person again or is it a real nervousness that you're disconnected and so that doesn't sound so different but to me those are two very different intentions one is to uh, manage your own anxiety over being nervous that you're fighting and the other is like a desire to be connected again to your partner so like it makes me wonder if in the early days I mean, I can remember that when you didn't like it when I made a joke, I would think, that's so unfair. A whole relationship is based on joking, you know, and we humor is a form of communication that we value and honor. But I wonder if it was less about a joke, less about, you know, that was trying to connect and that was more just about me being like, <laughs> you're mad at me and I can't, I don't know what to do about it. Or Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a subtlety that I never thought about. I'll have to process that, then uh, dub over in this conversation <laughs> some insightful wisdom nice. about it. But I think that's interesting. My- and I think the other part is that the person who is receiving the repair attempt, that there's something for us anyway that's powerful about knowing, um, knowing that that's something that can happen. And... Even if the person who makes the repair attempt kind of is awkward about it. I, I mean, I think one of us might be say something like, yeah, nice repair attempt. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do do use that lingo now. Right. Oh, are you going for a repair attempt right. already? So the, when you know that's what your your partner's doing, how can you not how can you not kind of be happy about that? Oh look, you're trying to get us close together again or because your feelings are hurt and you you lost sight of the sweetness. Like, that's, for me, like, my that could be why I don't have sympathy at times. But it doesn't happen as much anymore. Where I'm like, I'm so hurt. It's like, your repair attempt offends me <laughs> in, at my worst. As I was pretending to be an octopus earlier with our little kid, yes. I had a moment to reflect. Were you an octo- my octonaut? Eight, no, just an octopus. Oh. And he didn't like me. I, I, I tried to throw in octopi. Oh. I told him octopuses is also acceptable, but he, huh. he said there's no such thing as octopi. Yeah. But I had a moment to reflect with my eight tentacles. And I think another thing about our evolved repair attempts is we're less... We're not so on the nose with how we try to make a repair. Like, for instance, last night... <laughs> For example, we had a little bit of an argument, and it was about parenting issues. What? Yes, but about we had some disagreement with the older talking about the older kid, and you know our different takes on a few things, and we got in kind of an uncomfortable spot. And my repair attempt last night wasn't like let's hash out and figure out issues with the parenting and this path we've taken many times before. But it was more just saying, you know, when I listen to, when I'm editing our podcast, I realize how fabulous you are. So there's, I'm saying something sweet about how I feel about you, but not exactly on the nose with what the disagreement was. Yeah. 
And it's not that we, you know, can't ever go back and talk about that stuff, but maybe just like not right that second. Do we yeah. need to analyze it? Do you think that has any bearing? Like that we don't, we're not like so panicky about like trying to reconcile the that exact issue at that exact moment? Or is that just my bullshit? Oh, that's just your bullshit. No. Um, that really offends I don't know. me. Yeah. What if we had a, a genuine argument on the mic? Uh-oh. And then... The audience could witness how well or poorly oh, our repair uh, attempts. Maybe they could just call in repair attempts. Mm. Tell him he's foxy. Nice, nice. You're looking foxy tonight. You know, when you say foxy, I just think, oh, you're just using that word because it sounds nice. But you know, I'm ugly, just like everyone else does. Is that what you think every time? I don't know. I sure don't believe I'm foxy. <laughs> if that's I know you don't buy it. That's kind of one of one of the reasons it's a uh, um, fun to say it to you. Is it's that tough. I mean, the only thing I think I have in line with foxiness is I I am hairy like a fox. <laughs> and and you make the sound that a fox makes. Yeah. No, I've got the ear hair of a fox. <laughs> <laughs> about the best you can say. Okay, sorry. So maybe we were talking about repair attempt. Well, so so my translation of what you're saying is that it's more valuable to us to be connected than it is to solve our disagreement. So that the repair attempt can just be saying something nice to one another. Yeah. And then here here here's one thing. If we have to tackle a subject right then and there. I think we've done this recently where we'll first just say something nice to each other and the other person will have some funny way to refute it. You know, we each have ways of refuse, pretending to refuse to accept a compliment. Just like but, when I said you were foxy. Yeah, and you have a way of doing it, too. No, no. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> but we're smiling. Like, we start smiling again. Yeah. And then we can kind of be like, okay, so I was a butthead. Like, last night I was like, well, I was totally ungraceful about how I approached the subject. It's partly because this one issue is getting to me, and I don't know how to deal with it. And then we can, if we needed to, we could go into, like, digging into the subject matter. But yeah. in the case of yesterday, it was like, well, there's nothing really to be said here. You know, things are moving along in a, an okay way. Yeah. Um, so let's let's move on. But if we wanted to, if it's something we had to address, we could tackle it then. But first, it's like, get sweet. Yeah. And then let's go back at it with more grace and generosity. Yeah. So, so it's like a different, like, that. maybe that's my early phase of understanding a repair attempt meant like it had to be so directly related to the thing you're arguing about. Whereas now I'm feeling like, oh, it's actually better for us take a little detour about being kind to each other and reminding ourselves how much we appreciate each other. And then we can get back on that shitty highway that we needed to be on yeah. to discuss something if we wanted to. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, it's- By shitty highway, I mean <laughs> this wonderful thing we call family life. Huh. I feel a warm inside. Yeah. Well, what that reminds me of is not a repair attempt, but that on a weekly basis we have a night that we assign to kind of talk about like the business of our life together. Yeah. And you know, and we love that. <laughs> it's better now 
But initially, that was a... Guaranteed fight night. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At best, we would just be cold to each other, but not get in a fight. Yeah. That's like best case in the olden days. And so then at some point, I think one night we ended up... I don't know. Some night it got just where it was sad because we were being so cold to one another. And the crazy part is when we're in the middle of being cold to one another and I'm just sitting over on my side of the couch just thinking, yeah, I don't I don't care what you think and I don't you know want Really? I don't want to hear another word you're saying, let's just talk about the subject and get through it or whatever. There's something really like good about how that feels. And like I don't like I'm not sitting over there in all my coldness thinking, Oh, I wish we were warm and sweet again. I'm thinking, Oh yeah, I don't like you and I think you're thinking, Yeah, I don't like you. What? And then yeah. And then almost like against our will, one of us will be like, you know and then we made it a rule that we, we can't have those discussions feeling all cold to one another. But it's interesting to me how it goes from I think a place where the feeling that's on the surface is not one of of wanting to be close. And then we'll do these kind of formal little exercises. And again, I think it's kind of Gottman-inspired. But where we say nice, like pay each other some compliments. And we'll even make these rules like one of them can be family-related and one of them has to be more personally about the other person. Even though we're feeling kind of cold, you know, we do have a lot of affection and respect for one another. You know, it's like it's like against our... like. In a way, I, I do you feel the same way? Like, I don't want... Like, I'm doing it because we have it on our list. Like, we have to say something nice before we continue uh-huh. to... I mean, like, it's it's actually in the document that yes, we... Yeah. Uh, as painful as that sounds. And when I look at it, I'm like, oh, fuck. We gotta uh-huh. do this bullshit. Uh-huh. And it's like, I don't want it to get us close. And it always does. Uh-huh. Or, you know, it's like where I'm so... I've got that wall up, and I feel right. like, oh, there's no way this is coming down. But there's and something it, that feels good about that wall, yeah. right? Like, And it always works. Like, it's yeah. never... It, we've never paid each other deep, like, serious compliments without feeling warm. Yeah. Well, I think part of what happens, or at least part of what I think happens on my end when we pay each other those compliments is that I feel like you see me. You know, just by saying, like, I appreciate that you do this, or, I, you know, I notice that you do this, or something, I think, oh, you do notice that I do that yeah. thing for you or for our family. You see me, or whatever, and that there's something about that feeling that your partner sees you that hmm. makes you yeah. warm up. Yeah. Even though it's weird shit. that wall feels that so works. good. Yeah. And that would be tough, you know, if, imagine if, like, one of us said that compliment and the other one just stayed cold i mean what 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 then what do you do then i don't know Uh, but i can even remember we were going through perhaps we were on the edge of a dark period we were trying to do a more formalized gottman exercise where i think it's something about five hours a week or two hours a week something where you, like on a daily basis, you have some simple things you have to do. And one of them is pay each other compliments or, you know, state what you appreciate about the other person. And five minutes of touching and, you know, all these little things. And I can remember we'd come to the end of the night and be like, okay, well, time to say goodnight. You know, it's time for us to go to bed. And, and we'd be like, one of us would be like, oh, do you want to do our stuff? 
And the person would be like, oh, yeah, do you really want to do that? And it was like it was the hugest drag. Yeah. Nobody wanted to be the driver of it. Oh, well, I don't want to be the person that makes us do it. Can't we just hug and have a donut and then move (laughs) on? Well, cool. Well, that, yeah, I mean, this doesn't have to be a too long discussion. Somehow I just thought this was like a cool topic because the concept is interesting and seemed very helpful for us. Yeah. Even though I want to make fun of it. Yeah, it's fun to think about it when you see one coming your way, even though it's awkward and even though your feelings are still hurt and you want to keep the wall up. There's something about being like, oh, yeah, you're sending one over the wall? Yeah. So do you have a take? You know, you asked me this question about whether it's the giver of the tempt or the receiver that has changed between the two of us, like that makes it better. Do you have an opinion? Well, I think our, uh, the givers, uh, whoever they might be, have gotten better. Like the receiving, I, d- I think that, that, I mean, when you said that, you know, that the person can't help but appreciate that repair attempt. I think that's true, but I, I maybe I'm just a little more obsessed with that the givers, have, we, we've gotten more adept as givers. Like, for instance, like the humor you use, like when I'm, when I'm really hurt, certain kind of joke just doesn't work for me at that yeah. moment. And I feel like, let's say before, that was like like all you would do maybe, is like tell the, like these kind of, use humor in a certain way. And now I feel like you do it a little differently. Like you, you'll kind of say something that is more uh, attentive to me w- alongside the humor. So it's like a more advanced way like like that you're using a few techniques at once wow complicated yeah but i don't know like i mean for me straight up that kind of humor without stopping to say i hear what you're saying or you know i think you're trying to tell me this and it doesn't work like i need i need a mixture of that stuff to 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 help me break through and i feel like you do that now and i feel like i've also learned different tactics which isn't just is to step a little to the side of the subject and talk about the big picture and yeah. then take ownership of the parts that I'm not proud of and then kind of get back to the tough subject. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you buy that? Or is that just preachy mumbo-jumbo? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds sounds very possible. I think you're skeptical, though. Why are you skeptical? I never... I said sounds plausible. Yeah, but I saw the way you rolled your eyes, stuck your tongue I out. I didn't. I took didn't. Took off your shirt. I didn't. I didn't. But seriously, do you have any second hesitations about what I said? I I don't know. It sounds, um, like I said, it sounds plausible. But um, I can't think of a lot of examples from the joking days. So what it makes me want to do is pay more attention. Yeah. You know, really, maybe it could be what I'm doing is I'm convincing you you're doing something a certain way that I want you to do in the future by acting like you've God, been doing it in the past. God, you're manipulative. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I just think I, I somehow suspect we're getting uh, more graceful and more conscientious about how we yeah. uh, reach out to we, the other person. I think we also don't let it go as far. Oh, yeah. We, one of us raises the flag sooner. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. We're being assholes to each other. Yeah. Yeah. So then, then, um. We're not in too deep. That's another, that's a great point. 
That's not just a good point. That's no, a thank you. pretty good point. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because once you get... So there's a certain point where you really do need to sleep it off. Yeah. And it's just too bad to try to fix that day at night. You know, remember yeah. some of those nights we'd be arguing till 2 in the morning and you... I remember just looking at you thinking, whoa, I have fucked you up. Like, I mean, you yeah. have... You look so emotionally spent. And I'm still, like, so wired. I'm like, yeah, let's try to make it okay. But really what I should have realized is we have gone way too far yeah. to try and to as, fix anything as a person, tonight. And as a person, I need some time separate, usually from you, to recover when it's gotten so serious. Yeah. Like it's got to... I yeah. can remember there was a phase of our of our relationship where you would, you know, do your neurotic tornado... Whoa, nice work. Now that it's officially... Your titular neurotic tornado where, you know... Did you just get titular in there? Yeah. I know, it's a real Yuvizako moment um, where, you know, you'd get all emotional and everything would be huge and terrible and and I'd be there with my hair blown back just (laughs) like, oh my God, what am I... I don't even... how How are we ever coming back from this? And you'd be like, I bet right now you'd like some time alone, huh? I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Whatever. But that even that after a while, you could just predict, you know what would be best for you right now would be if I just left the house. <laughs> I'm going to step away you're from this room. Just, you're probably just itching for that, aren't you? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, then, it was a different type of tornado. Yeah, and then some yeah. recovery. Could, yeah. you know, I could recover a little bit. But now we, I mean, we really quit. I mean, like, it, it doesn't, you know, we... Before it gets too bad, we we start talking through like why it's not so good. And sometimes we don't. I mean, it's some days we don't try to solve the problem, but we just say, "Hey, we're struggling with this. Let's not analyze this anymore tonight." Yeah. And sometimes we do. Yeah. No, I I actually think that's healthy. You know, I have times when I say to you, "What's going on over there?" and you're like, "Oh, I'm just in a crappy mood." And go. All right. Well, let's just leave that Enough be for said. now. And yeah, if you're ready yeah. to come tell me more about it, great. But I'm not going to sit and dig until... Right. Well, in that, we both have to let be able to let go. I mean, that's yeah. another thing that we both... I think we both have different brands of having troubles letting go. Like where we want to poke it, pick at a scab. Mm-hmm. And we can... Nowadays, we're good at just saying, all right, well deal with that shit in a yeah. few days right and if it's um important it'll come back maybe in a more graceful way or will it'll the discussion will come up again but you can trust it's not going away so just you can if you've tight. got if you've got a uv zelko in your relationship that yeah. shit's coming back well cool well any, any other final thoughts or shall we nope i think that's all i got okay possible don't don't talk into the bottle have you you noticed that sometimes my repair attempt is just to drink bourbon from the bottle <laughs> that's it's not a repair attempt <laughs> it's a it's a type of repair <laughs> it makes you forget that you didn't make a repair attempt which is just as good in a way <laughs> no What the fuck say?
So after doing this whole repair temp conversation, I looked up a few talks that John Gottman did. I kind of misread the key aspect to a repair attempt. I thought it was more about the grace in which the repairer tries to go about it. His take is that it's completely different than that, and it has to do with something else. Let me play play the clip from the video, the YouTube video I tracked down. So for years we were looking at what makes repair attempts effective, and we didn't find any answers until we started looking at the person receiving the repair attempt, right? And what made the difference was really how much emotional money in the bank they have with that person. So in other words, my repair attempt with Julie is going to work well if I've really been a good friend to her, you know, especially lately. If I've been really putting emotional deposits in the bank account that we have. And I've been, you know, I've been doing nice things, I've been kind, you know, I've been uh, understanding, you know, I've been there for her when she needs me, all those kinds of things. That determines whether she's going to accept my repair attempt. And if, I'm, if I've been kind of crummy and disrespectful to her, you know, and not a very good friend, then, you know, that repair attempt's going to fail. So we, it started us really looking at the quality of the friendship and the marriage. And then I made my wife watch that video, and we just discussed what we thought for a few moments. The reason why I wanted to make you watch it is because I was just arrogantly talking about how I feel like the whole reason why our repair attempts have gotten better, not flawless, yeah, uh, but better is that the person trying to make the repair attempt is getting better. Yeah. And his take isn't quite that it's bull- that's bullshit, but he said that the most the biggest aspect to it is the person receiving the repair attempt there's some emotional what did he call it like money in the bank. Yep, uh-huh. And so it really is how generous and kind you've been to each other. Yeah. Previous to that actual fight that needs a repair. Yeah. Do you buy that? Or what do you think about that well, one? I, actually, I think that makes a lot of sense because, like, if things have been really tricky, like in one of our dark periods, and there's a fight and one person says something, kind of trying to get back on the right road, maybe it feels like we're so far off that road that who gives a shit about getting back on it? Or, you know, it feels kind of yeah. hopeless, probably. Where if... And it's like there's just not... Yeah, there's no... There's no great incentive to get back on the road because the road you're on isn't so wonderful with your partner. Yeah. Anyway, if if you're in bad shape. Yeah, but if you can if you can remember, you know, feeling connected, or or the nice things that the person's doing for you, you know, so the things you've been appreciating about them, and then you go astray, it's much easier to to. Right, want to like, yeah, let's get back to Re- that. Reignite some of that good stuff. Yeah, that you, maybe you can more easily see that the pl- the good place to get yeah. back to. I guess what I hate about that fact <laughs> is my original theory is get better at making repair attempts, get a workbook, figure that shit out. But it, actually, the solution is more complex, which is overall be better in your relationship to that person yeah in order to prepare for the tornado that is coming yeah you know so it kind of sucks because when you're in the midst of it 
kind of the battle's already been won or lost before you get to that fight. Yeah. Isn't that kind of a bummer? That basically huh. means work harder at the entire relationship. Yeah. Don't just get better during those fight moments. Which, yeah. you know, makes both makes more sense and it just doesn't seem easy to make a quick fix, which makes sense. That's that. Done. Done. Close the books on that yeah, shit. Yeah, kapow. <laughs> well, I don't know if a podcast Ka-ching. called Neurotic Tornado really can afford for any kapows. Kapow. <laughs> Done. You're getting a little too cocky Completed. here. Completed. Kapow. Please turn this off. Woo! <laughs>